So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway. Yes. And you're listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Podcast. I want to say it with you. Very cool. <laughs> what episode is this? This is episode number five zero. Yep, this is episode 50. We're excited. It was a long... Um, Long road to episode fifty, but we're pretty proud of proud yeah. to be here at this point almost, and to be here with you guys. Almost a year's worth, right? Yeah, almost a year's worth. So, mm-hmm. um, this episode I'm really really excited about mm-hmm. because I am confident that this particular episode is going to be relative to all of us. I don't care if mm-hmm. you two just launched your business yesterday, if you're thinking about launching it tomorrow, or if you've already been in business mm-hmm. for. However many years you've already been in business, right. this is um, something that we all can definitely keep with us, keep in our toolkit as we um, proceed to go forward. So this episode is really going to be dealing with the necessity of failing, the necessity mm-hmm. of failing. Now, I know that title, don't let that put you off, don't let that throw you, but failing absolutely is a necessity and we're going to explain how and why it's a necessity and really how you too as married entrepreneurs can benefit from failing. I know that that might sound a little off or crazy, but you absolutely mm-hmm. can benefit from failing. Yeah, so let's start from a quick story. I remember when we were literally at the point of, I would say our breaking point. Mm-hmm. It was probably, I would say, the lowest point we had ever been in concerning business. Um, we had invested months and months into this launch, right? We just knew it was just going to go down a certain way. And we were excited about this um, and helping these lives and these families and really we could see the impact right um and we invested months into this we invested in coaching so we invested thousands of dollars we we invested in to um advertising we we invested into so much time and, and energy and you get emotionally connected it, to that process and so we were emotionally it was invested. our life like that totally. was during that season it was just like this is our life every single day right and then the 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 launch, it was like a bomb. We, we totally bombed. It was just, some things were our fault. I mean, some things were just due to lack of experience. Other things were not our fault, like just technology. Mm-hmm. So you add those two together, you know, and, and add on top of that the expectation that we were, where we were thinking, okay, just this one hit and then we're about to do it, you know, and we're about to reach our goal in one try. Yeah. That was so naive of us. Yeah, and it's so crazy because even when you go mm-hmm. through all this, right? So you follow these steps, right? You follow mm-hmm. this game plan. And when the game plan doesn't bring about the result that you thought the game plan should have brought, then you get all despondent mm-hmm. and a lot of sorts. And that's pretty much where we were. And I remember, I think we were um, we were in San Diego and we were having this discussion like, man, like, how could we have gotten to like, like, how did this not work? Like, why did mm-hmm. this not work? And we were just so like emotionally out of sorts. Yeah, boy. And we had hit that, that I think that place that a lot of married preneurs hit where it's like, you know what? We're done. 
we're gonna go figure something else out for real this ain't it um maybe we you know maybe we just maybe it's not our season maybe we just overestimated (laughs) and you really just want to quit right i remember that and i remember like just both of us being so at such a low point that we didn't even want to we couldn't even encourage each other you know sometimes usually it's like one of us will be discouraged and despondent and the other one's like come on no 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 don't think that way mm-hmm. right and the other one will, will lift the other one up right but not not in this case we were both like oh, yeah we were both at a low oh, place you, you low i'm low too let's just be <laughs> low together that's literally how it was we were ready to throw in the towel making plans just to pivot our lives and we had to sleep on it i think a few days it just just being so low and um Slowly but surely, we, we were working with the coach, amazing coach, and she was hopped right on a call with us. That's why it's so important to have the right people in your crew. I'm trying to you tell know, you. And was I'm, like, telling you. Listen, I'm telling you. This is, this is a part of it. Like, Don't be discouraged. And we hear that a lot, but then when it's your turn, like, who wants to have that turn? But I think one of the um, biggest takeaways for um, successful people, or when I say success, I mean like entrepreneurs who are who go the who go the distance, make the impact, and make the profit as well. But really impacting the lives um, on a massive level um, are those who who are okay with failure. They're not running away from failure. In fact, they're running towards failure. And that's one of the things that we want to talk about when it comes to failure. Just expressing how important it is to not run away from it, mm-hmm. but to really face it. And um, and see, I like to say even seek it out. Can you seek failure out and really have an emotional plan in place to be able to bounce back quickly? Yeah, that 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 emotional plan is so important because that is what what um, what I think of as emotional elasticity. Mm. And when you think of elasticity, it's something that stretches, right? But it doesn't break. It's something that expands or extends, but doesn't break. And so. Mm. When we go through these failures um, as married entrepreneurs, there's going to be things that just are not going to pan out the way we had hoped. The game plan is going to have some kind of a flaw or maybe our execution of it was flawed or maybe the timing was wrong. It could be a myriad of things. But if we don't have that emotional elasticity, we won't br- we won't bounce back. In fact, mm-hmm. things that are not elastic, but they're so rigid, those are the things that actually break. Mm. It's the elasticity that it gives the give, right? That mm. uh, that uh, that allows you to bend and have flexibility to say, okay, we need to adjust, we need to tweak, we need to realign, we need to refocus, we need to re whatever. Mm-hmm. But re is like do over, so we need to do whatever over, right. right? To try this again, that is so so powerful. Yeah, so that's the first part that we, I think it's so important for us to go over right now. Um, and another thing though that that ties right into that is you know when we're talking about like how to manage. Like when we talk about emotional elasticity, it's mm-hmm. about I, I believe how to manage our own expectations in a healthy way. Right. And when we got to that low, 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 low spot, it was because primarily we weren't properly managing our own expectations of Absolutely. what we were expecting to see after we put all this work in. We were like, "Bet we're gonna put this work in, this work in, this work in. We're doing all the right things. We're saying all the right things. We're put implementing the right systems." And it's just going to work, like the first go-round. But y'all know, those of you who have been at this game for a while, that's just not how it works all the time. And so um, we weren't ready for that. And so that really literally knocked the wind out of us. But here are two quick key questions that we want to go over with you that you should always be asking when you're in the process of scaling and implementing new systems. So 
it can be a healthy experience and you'll be okay with things not going the way that you expect them to go. The first question is this. You want to always ask yourself is, when it comes to implementing these new systems in order to scale, you know that something has to change. The first question would be, what exactly am I expecting or how much time am I expecting for this new process to take? How long do am I giving myself to adapt to this new system? Because oftentimes we don't ask ourselves that question and we just jump in thinking it's going to be like, bam, I did it. Now let's go. But there's so much that that we don't see like invisible things that have to happen, like internally mm -hmm. learning, like that have to happen in order for that output to be there to meet our goals, right? Right. And so that would be the first question. And I would say the second question, the key question would be, um, how am I willing to respond if it takes longer than that? Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's so key because however we're willing to respond, mm -hmm. if it takes longer than that, that whole aspect of managing expectations, um, I think it's I think what helps with that is is our perspective on it not panning out that we had hoped. Um, mm -hmm. Part of managing our expectations is is really managing our hope. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we can be so hopeful going into a game plan with so much zeal. We got to say, okay, if this doesn't work, how are we going to view it not working. And mm -hmm. I think one of the ways that helps us to do that mm -hmm. is that, that we've learned is, is looking at the failure or it not working out the right way. And that is looking at it as we've learned one more thing that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And the faster we learn what doesn't work, that list gets larger. So we say, okay, that doesn't work. Okay, we tried it this way. That didn't mm -hmm. work. We tried it that way. That didn't work you're actually getting closer to learning what actually does work. Right, and that takes us right into the third point. It's kind of like a great segue, is like how to celebrate even when your back is against the wall. And we're gonna share with you one simple trick to get you guys thinking creatively even when you're out of ideas. And that's a great segue when you just talked about things not working and then you're actually being closer. I think that's one of the easiest ways to celebrate is saying, okay, this didn't work. Hey, let's throw a party. I mean, I know you don't feel that way, really, mm -hmm. but in actuality, it really is something to celebrate. I remember not too long ago, we were just kind of like, okay, we're pivoting, and we felt like we were starting all over, and we had a colleague of us tell us, like, you know what? I know y'all feel like you're starting from zero all over again, but you're really in a sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Because now you have all of this experience under your belt. And we've had a couple of people tell us that in our mastermind. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all are really in a sweet spot. And we're like, I'm glad you see that. I don't see it. And I definitely don't feel it. But it's true. Because once your back is up against the wall, there is something that happens when you are under pressure that a whole nother level of innovation comes. I'm because you have to get it done. You have to figure out a way, right? And and even if you feel like you're out of ideas, I would say one of the things that, I'll say this one simple trick that is super helpful that has helped us um, multiple times when we're like, okay, what do we do now? Instead of constantly thinking about how to get to a certain goal, if we just pivot it slightly and think about what are people really wanting? How can I serve them at a higher level? What's right in front of me that will allow us to serve them at a higher level that we're Clearly, we're overlooking. It's like the thing that you're working on or, or wanting to use to help help people, help other people um, grow and, and experience life in a whole new level through whatever means that your business is. Usually, that thing is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. It's like right in your lap or, or maybe 
right in your lap, but it doesn't even look like what you're expecting it to look like. Right. And that's the other thing, getting emotionally attached to what you think it's supposed to look like, the whole process. Yeah, getting emotionally attached can definitely set you up for mm-hmm. um, a deeper dip than what it than than, mm-hmm. than what's needed. Um, and just know that sometimes the systems that you have, like I said earlier, there could be many reasons why it didn't work. It could be the timing of it. It could mm-hmm. be on the execution of it. It could be many different things. And so you just want to look for mm-hmm. where did it go awry, and that's where we're going to tweak. Yeah, so hopefully um, this was helpful for you all today. We wanted to just share and come and remind you, encourage you, because not too many people really talk about failure. And in this day and age, we see so much about people, quote unquote, succeeding and, you know, doing big things and closing deals and bringing on clients and all these great things. Right. But I don't see too often when people are talking about, man, I had this big presentation or this big opportunity and it. I bombed like it just didn't go through as I expected like nobody really wants to talk about that because Mm -hmm. it hurts it doesn't feel good and it's you know transparency brings vulnerability sure and so um that vulnerability makes you feel like something else like you don't feel strong you know you feel weak but what's interesting is you said transparency brings vulnerability but vulnerability actually brings connectivity Mm. and we don't think about it like that oftentimes you don't want to we don't try to be vulnerable in the vulnerable moment sure we'll often hear about you know, or even be vulnerable, more comfortable being vulnerable after that vulnerable event has passed. Mm-hmm. And so we're no longer like, yeah, I remember when, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But like when you're in it, you're like, listen, y'all, <laughs> this is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is where we're starting. This is what we're working on. Uh, that didn't go so well, that type of thing. That's one of my goals is really just to, to do more of that, um, to share more from that that place. And that's I think that's just really a practice of just getting like unlearning what you see so much and really becoming more and more um real-time storyteller mm-hmm. versus like i remember that one time storyteller mm-hmm. you know and that plays a role too totally well. totally so so hopefully this was helpful to you guys um if so um <laughs> let us know how about that and then also if if you guys are like okay, at this place or you feel like you've been going around the mountain, the same mountain over and over again, and you're trying to figure out what do we need to do to scale? How can we keep making these steps, these mistakes or these choices? And what do we do next? And or is this the right way to go? All these questions and or is this even a viable thought or idea? Is it possible to even scale this? Do people even w- really want this? Would they pay more for this? Like all these questions or how do I even expand this online? How can I automate this so I can have more time with my spouse and have more date nights and, and really literally have an automated system going in place? Like how can we do that? If any of these questions are questions that you're thinking about or have been thinking about, we want to invite you all to take a look at our free training that we've created just for you all, married coaches and married entrepreneurs, couples who are helping couples. So we want to um, give you that information. You can take a watch. I was going to say take a listen, but it's a video. <laughs> so you can take a view. Yes. <laughs> you can watch it over at... At loveandlaunchsecrets.com forward slash class. And that's yes. love and launch secrets.com forward slash class yes and with that we also have you'll see at the end of that video uh, if you all are seeking more insight and would like to get a spot or you can apply for a spot at our upcoming with our upcoming um, mastermind that we're doing for married preneurs so it's a married couple's mastermind that we are helping other married entrepreneurs married coaches even um, to scale online and really Put their systems in place to make sure that they're able to reach more families because that is a win for them and that would be a win for us because that's what we want to see is you all thrive as you all reach 
the families that you all are called to. So you can check it out there, the training, and then apply to get a spot in our upcoming mastermind. One of the last few spots available anyway. Yep. So, so that's that information. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to subscribe, write, um, or should I say rate and review, <laughs> but you have to write if you review. Mm-hmm. Um, if you found value in this podcast, we look forward to being with you guys on the next episode. Yes. Peace. And y'all know what? Be encouraged. That's all. Just be encouraged. Keep yep. going. We need to hear from you. All right. Be encouraged. Keep going. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.